Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Motherless Brooklyn is a 2019 neo-noir thriller directed and starring Edward Norton as a New York City private eye with Tourette syndrome looking to solve the mysterious murder of his boss, which leads him down a tangled web of city-wide corruption and oppression. If I've got my facts right, Norton's been trying to adapt the book since 1999, and with book author Jonathan Lethman's permission, he transported the conflict from present day to the 1950s, and the style of the film mimics the noir pictures from the time. You can tick numerous boxes off from the checklist, from the detective, the female fatality, the big city bad guys and so much more. Even the way it is shot harks back to the classic era of noir, with unorthodox camera placements and wide shots of actors dialoguing, which is a stark contrast to the ultra close-up shot, reverse shot we usually see today. The costumes and production design adequately reflect the decade, giving the movie a strong period and at times nostalgic feel. The look of the movie is something I'm split on, to be honest. On one hand, the nighttime scenes look great. They look gorgeous, sleek and stylish. And the guys do pull off some great shots in the movie. On the other hand, the daytime scenes, and most of the film is set during the day, looked really weird. The colour is very saturated and something about it comes off as very modern. I imagine this is because the movie is shot digitally, and I'm in the camp of people that firmly believes period films should be shot on film. Unless there's a specific style you're going for, like Yorgos Lanthimos is the favourite. It just always ends up looking really weird and fake, no matter how much energy they put in production. The example I always give is Michael Mann's Public Enemies, a movie mutineered by the cameras Mann shot the film with. There's a similar problem here, although not as noticeable but it does give the film a very generic, low-budget look. It would work for a TV show, I think. I think it does have a TV look. In fact, the look of it reminds me of some period shows I've seen, like Boardwalk Empire. And funnily enough, quite a few actors from Boardwalk are in Motherless Brooklyn. But for a film, I just don't think it looks very good. Everything is all a bit too shiny. Even the cars are too glamorous and polished, when you'd expect them to be dirty and have a used feel. I was watching Brooklyn, and I was struck by a thought I had, which was that the movie would look so much better, so much more stylish, if it was black and white. In addition to making it look like the noirs it borrows off of so much, it would improve the look of the film. I'm not sure what the protagonist having Tourette's really added to the movie. I mean, 
I know that not every creative decision needs to be directly linked to the plot. That would make films just too formulatic and predictable. But here it often worked against what the film was trying to achieve. I don't see the reason for the experiment. Was Norton trying to promote diversity and inclusion or something? I, I don't really get it. Sure, it added flavour to the character and Norton does sell it well. But there's so many scenes where you're into the mystery and intrigue of what's happening and then Norton blurts out something that makes you lose focus. I'm sure the humour is very much intentional in some scenes, like one part where the private eye talks to a woman with particularly delectable jabaronis and Norton just randomly goes, Big tits! But he's always having these verbal outbursts and muscle twitches and he has to explain this to every character he comes across, and pretty much all of whom, surprisingly, aren't too bothered by it. There's a nice collection of actors in it, guys like Alec Baldwin, William Defoe, and Bobby Cannavale, all of whom do good with what they're given, Defoe particularly. But there is a problem, I don't know if it stems from the obsession with wanting to mimic film noir, but most of the supporting cast quickly slip into archetype cliches of the genre. The damsel in distress and the big city tycoon villain are all too easily identifiable, and Baldwin's monologues and speeches about making this country great again, it feels like the actor is doing one of his Saturday Night Live Donald Trump impressions. The movie is serviceable, I thought it was decent, there's many things I think could have been done differently to improve the film, but for what it was, it was okay. It's mildly interesting but ultimately forgettable. The collecting of evidence and piecing stuff together, all that kind of stuff, that detective stuff was fun, but the film never really leaves you satisfied in the end. It does feel like it lacks a resolution slightly, not in the cruelly ironic way that many noirs do, but it just kind of ends really, not leaving you wanting, not leaving you empty, but not leaving you full either. I give it a 6 out of 10.